just grab him in the brisket. I should have like a little tally marker and every single time John touches his face, just... That's one. Get him by the end of the episode. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have any tallies because I don't touch my face. Or sneeze. Or call. I do clear my throat. Clear your throat. Chatter my teeth. Chatter your teeth. I don't ever touch my face, but I cough in my hand all the time. Sometimes I cough in Matt's hand too. I don't know, but I'm Lysoling all you mofos <laughs> during, after, y'all guys leave. Hey, uh, yeah. I'm going to wake you up in the middle of the night. <laughs> and now I'm locking my door. <laughs> it's kind of so weird. It's like James is standing over you. <laughs> oh, it's still. It's kind of spraying highlight. It's kind of fall over you, cascade over you. Like, it's so, why it's is so it, creepy. Why man. is it misting in my room? <laughs> Why does it smell like Febreze? <laughs> Mountain air. <laughs> uh, that sounds right. Uh, this is a grabbing the brisket podcast, guys. So we obviously are under a a new and weird, different um, place. I mean, something that we're not really accustomed to as far as the social distancing, which we were are are, are abiding by that uh, according to our. Um, uh, governing our guideline or the the sanctioning bodies that govern our nation a, a nation city city county counties street state street level for sure yeah do we have a sanctioning body for your street Ooh, I, I, we might have to come up with our own rules for our street uh yeah we do i'm president john hey uh, well <laughs> okay. you don't even live on the street i quit i'm not even on your street i'm everybody knows james would be mayor basically <laughs> i'm basically not on your street, so yeah. it's fine. So we we were uh, I, I would say we were down one member. We're not we're not down. We're not down. We're not of. in. We're, we just added. We've added a microphone uh, for a for Matt. 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 You want to say hello? Hello. Nice. Yeah. You'll be hearing a little bit more of Matt. Okay. Here and there, I think. Yeah, I think so. Be around a little more. And uh, Alden, give him a shout out. What's going on? What's up, my dudes? I am on remote. Um, we are quarantined to the house. I hope I'm coming in clear. You're yeah. good. And you're good. So you're not going to hear a lot from me today. So, but I'm going to listen in, and I'll be on mute for for the most part. So when you ask me questions, I will respond. Well, why don't you tell us why you're on quarantine? Yeah, why are you on remote, Alden? Well, so Mandy had to go into it's work always Mandy. Yesterday. You know, Passion you know what Party find, Mandy. You know what Passion Party Mandy. Makes an appearance, <laughs> makes an appearance on our podcast, like more than I do. Like if I if I miss an episode, <laughs> don't even talk about mm. me. It's so weird. Go yeah, ahead. So anyhow, ahead. they have they have a new hire, and the new hire hadn't been able to go into the office. Yesterday was the first day the new hire was able to go in, and Mandy was there as well. So she's helping, you know, try a train stuff like that. So they're sharing, you know, different stuff throughout the day, and. Um, well, it turns out that a person that her coworker had been associated with, or you know, in contact with, got tested or tested positive yesterday. Then that person stayed the night over at her house Saturday night. So oh. uh, the CDC actually was involved um, because the person basically had to list out, you know, who who she or that or he he was in contact with, and one of those people was Manny's coworkers and. So the CDC has now shut Mandy's office down until Monday. Um, so now we are 
quarantined here at our house for the next 14 days, um, trying to get through it. Day one was kind of kind of crazy. Uh, well, not crazy. Found- it's just kind of real realization that you're about to go through this, which kind of sucks, but. Um, We'll get through it, but the I, the the worst part was like it's like man, I want to miss out on the podcast now. So, but luckily you guys figured it out and and how to get some type of a, a remote podcast going on. So, like I say, you guys won't you know you listeners, you guys won't hear a lot from me tonight because I don't want to. I don't know how I sound. I mean, so but that's where we're at. So that's I'm gonna go back on mute and I'm gonna listen. Okay, All right, so, well, uh, good luck with your uh, quarantine, buddy. Yeah, so basically Mandy came in contact with someone who came in contact with someone who has corona. Right. Okay. Yes. Keeping Eld in his house is going to be like trying to keep a teenager from sneaking out at night. Or he'll be like, no, <laughs> right. no, get back in there. Right. Well, damn it. All right, I'm back in now. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I will say this. I still need essentials. Not, not like the essential workers, but like, so John just happened to drop off a six-pack of beer at my house, and... Uh, when he was on his way to the store, basically in the golf cart, was basically when he got told the news that, yeah, we have to be quarantined or whatever. So he brought me a six pack of Tall Boys and set them on my uh, driveway right there. So I had to go get them. <laughs> so there's going to be a lot of that for the next 14 days. So <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. There's not going to be a lot of that. <laughs> Do you have some other friends we don't know about? We're going to watch you around a beer, and we're going to watch Incredible Hulk come out, probably. <laughs> we're gonna, loving this. I'm going to introduce you to the Drizzly app that will deliver beer to your house for you. Mm-mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. I will I'll, I'll, uh, spend a lot of dough on that place. So. <laughs> well, I still, will, I still will hit you with the business at some point. So Right now, buddy. Hit us with the business. <laughs> if you don't know it by now, you're about to be replaced. Damn it. Oh, and he's already there, too. <laughs> hey, can, especially that, let me ask you a question, John. Can we talk about the website already or no? Or Absolutely. Website's up. You can add that into your business. Yep. Okay. John? So who's got the business? Uh, did, I guess we'll come back to the business. Why did you just glove up, John? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't feel safe with you people. <laughs> so weird. I feel like I need to glove up, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm still wearing a condom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Never mind. <laughs> so... It it stinks that Alden's over there in quarantine. Uh, we feel for you, brother. We feel for all the other people out there that are experiencing some form of uh, some form of quarantine or the 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 social distancing. I mean, it's it's hard on everybody right now. And the I people mean, that are sick too. The Jeez. people that are sick. Oh man, I I can't even imagine. So our hearts go out to them. We, you know, we we pray for those guys. I mean, we hope they get better. Everything's going to get better. I mean, it's just honestly, it's just going to take a little bit more time. And nobody really wants to see that or hear that or whatever. But right. I mean that it is what it is. So hopefully we can provide you with a little bit of entertainment with um, Jan's stories and and Alden's uh, um, quarantineness and <laughs> and uh, my good looks, John's good looks, and Jesus. Matt's uh, uh, knowledge of um, potato salad. Yes, exactly. Potato salad, Matt. That's right. This thing's gonna stick. That's definitely gonna stick. Hey, T shirt coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trademarked. Um so uh how's y'all's week been so far? I mean coronavirus uh beside, you know. Well, I just recently found out that I'm the only one working actually going to work and mm-hmm. everyone here at the table is actually working from home. I'm not. Which yes, John, <laughs> you are working from home as well. Um 
John's like uh, in his like like I would just imagine John working from home would be like he he would be in his like living room and um maybe maybe the the airlines can work it out to where they can just video camera somebody or they could just video somebody <laughs> and John just in his living room he's probably got like the the blue shirt on the blue shirt on <laughs> no probably, pants no <laughs> pants just like film from waist up and just like just starts going through the motions give us a little 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 spiel oh i don't have anything i don't know what you're talking nothing? about nothing you don't want no. to say anything no, no little uh come on how, how do i put that belt buckle on just slide the flat end into the buckle <laughs> <laughs> jesus yeah it's, it's fantastic that's good shit that's it so i mean it, yeah we're all working from home uh not all pretty much changed. pretty much the cities are well my work uh, again, we can go back. We, okay, let's get into this. We'll, we'll, we'll dive a little deep in, into this right here, and I'll get it. I'm not going to talk about people's companies and businesses and all that stuff like that, but the whole stay-at-home, essential businesses only, for s- businesses that are for safety and health and the health care and the transportation and all that good stuff like that, I understand it. you got to have grocery stores open. Yes. Yep. But. I'm going to go on a limb and say probably 90% of the businesses in Houston or in the greater area of Houston are at one form or shape affected or connected to an essential business. Is that correct? I don't know, but the Maybe. GameStop video game store is saying that they're an essential business and they're staying open. They're they're leaving the stores open right now. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think they shut it down. Story. I think they shut it down. Did, did they just? I think today? they just recently just shut it down because they, they I think, probably did because they like publicly announced that to yes, like they, so they just a, put a big old lot of like backlash right? over that. Yeah, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it's entertainment, but like for me, like an uh, oil and gas company that does, uh, you know, they service the petroleum industry. I get it some way or form or fashion now the vendors that i do business with that i purchase from they're now a part of the essential business yep and the vendors and suppliers that they do business with now they're part of the essential business so it's just like one big huge long supply chain type deal so but i probably over um exaggerated as far as i mean maybe 50 75 percent of the businesses that are surrounded in the houston houston areas are probably something to do with oil and gas that's true everybody yeah so there's still a lot of people like that are that are remaining open like jan uh that has to be you know part of the essential business we, we are open as well but uh, luckily enough i have a laptop that i can bring it home and uh, they allow me to work from home, and I don't have to be there to. And I'm not a manager, so I don't. I don't have to be there and be hands on and all that good stuff. So, kind of fortunate about that. But fun fact: my office is now down to two people, me and another person. Really? <laughs> that's it? Yeah, that's it. That is fun. It's what happens really if just if it's just you? I'm going to get naked and walk around <laughs> the office. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What do you do at that point? Uh, but it, it might be at some point. Who knows? Hmm. Well, hey, less chance of catching the corona if it's just you. Right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. You so. should probably just quarantine at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks so depressed. Yeah. There's a lot of hurt in that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really like we spend all day just sitting in your office just 
working and you're like, you want to go talk to somebody, but there's nobody there to talk to. That sucks. It is. Yeah. So, so you guys cook anything this weekend? I mean, yeah. Cooked up a damn storm. Brisket and ribs. That's right. Yeah. 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 Chicken. No chicken. Uh, no chicken. had like a smorgasbord on. Yeah, like five days in a row. Yeah. Every yeah. night. You had taco day. You had yeah, brisket did, night. Um, you did. We did ribs. ribs we did yeah. steaks. We did chicken. We did we did everything in the past like five days. Yeah. Flat top cooking, grilling, mm-hmm. uh, barrel smoker. Fried rice. Yeah. We uh, had the Traegers out there. Had the Weber out there. Matt had his uh, offset going. Brisket and ribs. Mm-hmm. Brisket was dynamite. I didn't try the ribs. Um, they were good. James, what about you? Um, I, I just shared and partaked in a lot of stuff that Matt and, um, John was doing. So, partaked it? Uh, uh, partook in it? Partaken. Partaken. Partook it. Partaken. Partook it. Partook it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, this, this past Sunday was, uh, mine and, um, my wife, Laura's, uh, anniversary. Happy anniversary. So, happy anniversary. Happy, happy 17, yeah. right? 17 years. Yeah, so it's awesome. So, we, we uh, did the, uh, all the restaurants are kind of shut down, and they're doing only takeout type deal. So, we got uh, a uh, local uh, business um, restaurant uh, called Gracias. Oh, okay. Gracias. <laughs> Am I saying that correctly? Gracias. So what what they were offering, which I thought was really cool, mm-hmm. so they they offered packages that you can you can purchase, and uh, I think it was multiple packages. And one one of the packages was uh, you can get a couple of ribeyes uh, along with uh, some of the sides, mm, lasagna, salad, all kinds of stuff. Correct. And so the the ribeyes were uncooked. So and they provided the seasonings that you can put on there. So you take it home and then you fire up the grill, you cook the ribeyes, and you have the uh, badass lasagna from them. You mm-hmm. have the, Throw it in the oven, heat it up, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, it was it was a phenomenal meal. I mean, they have the thing where they give you like the pitcher of alcohol, or whatever. A lot of people are doing that now with those packages. Uh, yesterday we did that from um, Papacitos. Papacitos. Yeah. Yeah. They got nice. margaritas. They got. Uh, yeah, I didn't drink it, but yeah, they got marks yesterday. What? what? Watermelon margaritas, bro. Y'all didn't call nobody. Like, what <laughs> yeah. is going on? With I did. You? I called James. You're in your street, <laughs> dude. I'm going to burn both of y'all's houses down. <laughs> well, we did no. not drink the Margs. No, no, that's good. We're I, still in the freezer. We're, we're waiting no. a little bit. And in fairness, matter. I had nothing to do with this. This was all my wife. No, no, it's perfect. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Did Denny drink the margaritas? Mm-mm. What's I do with them? No, she, they're in my freezer. They give you two small bottles of Patron with them as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Little minis. I'm ordering papacitas tomorrow for lunch. Yeah. So the problem problem after having two two small bottles of a Patron, you don't really care about the coronavirus. <laughs> You're like, hey, you just want a Corona. Not gonna not gonna affect me. Can I touch your face? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I will say it is a good a good idea. Even if you're going to be around some people, practicing social distance is like not touching your face, not touching the other person, keeping your stuff to yourself. You know. That's not a bad idea. Like even yeah. tonight, like we are separated pretty good. Yeah. We're not touching each other's belongings right. or anything else. Um, so we still are practicing social distance uh, with this. So rather than you and Matt are holding hands right now, I don't know what that's about. It's weird. But you said thanks. you wouldn't bring this up during the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, the great food though, and I and I really appreciate. Uh, you know, actually, I was never invited over to have food. I just showed up and. 
Uh, Saturday. Isn't I, that how it always is, though? Yeah, it is. Saturday, I had I think I had a taco on Saturday, uh, which is really good. Thank you all. Um, I I kept playing around saying I made the, the corn stuff. I didn't make the corn stuff, obviously. I think that stuff's phenomenal. It was yeah, it was. Uh, and then the I had a California taco, which was something new that I guess. John, you're from California, and, and you and your wife, you had this thing about how you make it a California taco. I don't really burrito know. burrito or whatever uh, it is. Yeah, Denny must have told you that. I don't know. I just put everything on the tortilla. Well, so, it. but it's the tortilla. It's heated up. And then, cause it's oh, a yeah, special yeah, yeah, place. yeah, yeah, yeah. Place, place yeah, used to yeah, go yeah. to. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and like a Jim Boy's style. If you're from California, you know what we're talking about. Like a Jim yeah. Boy's style taco with the uh, the Parmesan on the corn tortilla and all that whatnot. Right. So, and, hey, you know what? It was really good. Yeah, so, they're great. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, like that place Texas taco, but just not as good or... I mean, what's special about Maybe it? Maybe smaller, but tastes better? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, but it's like uh, <laughs> probably, I, I think that having the, the corn tortilla just really fried up on, on the flat top, you know, in, in some grease or oil or whatever, that really set it off. Having the Parmesan just melt kind of to it or stick to the corn tortilla itself and then adding your layers and just eating. I mean, like, yeah, it's, dude, it's it different. A good taco. It's just a nice little greasy taco. Yeah, for sure. And one so. thing James has really turned me on to lately is these pork steaks. So I was kind of getting burnt out with pork, like pork ribs and things like that. But ever since you turned me on to these pork steaks, man, every single time I go to the grocery store and buy them, you get like, you know, eight of them for like $4. Yeah, they're and super cheap. I cooked some cheap. of those the other night. They're super cheap. Great. Really? Yeah, they're really freaking good. That's yeah, key, those man. Are just cool doing something different. I, I got yeah. bamboozled store. I took a pork butt and took it to the butcher and told him to... Uh, to slice it for me, right? Right. Well, yeah. Let me tell you what they did. Shaved it or something? They sliced <laughs> it. Then they charged me per pound of what the pork steak, what it would be. I don't, I don't understand. It went from being like a $12 piece of meat or, or a $9 piece of meat to like a $24 piece oh, of meat. Oh, I would have said, no, thank you. <laughs> I, I just politely dropped it off into the uh, bin. I was like, I'm not buying that. <laughs> I, will, I will buy my At own. At H-E-B? Egg. Yeah. They've never done that before. I will, I will cut my own. It was not good. Okay. <laughs> so, did not like that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it, obviously everybody's been hitting the grocery stores and they've been trying to find the supplies that they need and the the toilet paper's running out, and yeah. which I don't get. Why are you stocking up on like like five gajillion rolls of toilet paper? Like, it's just absurd. Like, it's just weird. Yeah. It is weird. It's weird when I saw somebody actually loading up an entire truck full of toilet paper. And then they had so much that it didn't fit into the truck. They had to bring a second vehicle and they stuffed both vehicles full of toilet paper. But why? That's how you get shot. And that didn't happen in Texas, by the way. In Texas, we'd have drug you out in the middle of the street and probably beat the shit out of you. So Yeah, that was somebody that was just hoarding, probably trying to flip it and try to sell it for profit. Yeah. I only imagine that that's only yeah. you can't shit that much. No, I mean, no. IBS or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> even if you had, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, I, I can't know. even imagine. It, it's, this yeah. is a, a weird time we're living in right now. I, I can't wait for it to be over with. Uh, but you know what? I am excited about. It's brisket night. Yes, brisketology, one hundred and one, uh, volume two. Volume. Would that be just one hundred and two? Well, no. You're off the oh, mic. My, my bad. <laughs> you're out. Somebody unplug him. <laughs> Man, you're fired. You are fired. Matt. Shut up, Alan. Again, we we alluded to that. And before we get into the, the, the brisket portion of it, can we just drop the website? Nope. Oh, it's... 
Yes, Alden, are you ready to hit us with the business? Whenever you're ready, baby. Let's go. Yeah, we were ready 10 minutes ago. Ah, well, goddamn, what's up, my dudes? <laughs> we are here again. You guys know the drill, man. You know where to find us uh, if you want to get a hold of us. Uh, Twitter is at GrabTheBrisket. Facebook and Instagram are both one and the same. It is at grab them in the brisket, and you can email us. And that email address is grabthebrisket at gmail.com. We also have our website up, which is www.grabthebrisket.com. Got a lot of good content on there, so you guys check it out, man. Uh, it's it's pretty it's, it's it's pretty awesome. John's done a fucking phenomenal job with the website, so I'm actually enjoying it. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed as well. Um, so I'm gonna go back on mute. Yeah, thank you so much, Alvin. That was a great job. Um, it is, you know, so it's www.grabthemandthebrisket.com or grabthebrisket.com. Right. For those Both folks them, that can't figure out how to spell grab them in the brisket, grabthebrisket.com. Grabthebrisket.com. It, both links to the same thing. Right. Um, and yeah, I, I I really like the website. It's pretty cool. I did not see it today. You did some more oh, changes. Oh, there's so much more today. You got to see it today. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, we've got the links up to now to our, our YouTube page. We've got our 90-second beer review top 10 list. We've got uh, our swag shop is linked in there now. Bunch of shit. Yeah, great stuff. I mean, it is the focal point for all the people out there to interact with us yes. and get a hold of us and check out. I mean, I, I didn't, I mean, again, John put all this stuff together and, and me, I'm like, I'm going on. You can listen to the podcast via the website. That's true. You can do that too. So that, that that's awesome for people. Just like, I don't want to go get on Slack or Spotify yeah. or I don't Stitcher. Want another app. I don't want another app. These apps are just going to use up my memory and, I need to... Why do you have a different voice when you're talking like that? <laughs> I need my memories. I, I like math. I, 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 I. Science, science, science. You I don't know why, why so it went weird. into old uh, person. <laughs> like, uh, like you went crazy. But you know what I do like about this? Like the front page is badass, right? Great, great artwork. I'm pretty sure I drew that or something. I don't know. Um, maybe I didn't. I'm just kidding. Uh, but if you scroll right down, the first thing you're going to see is JP's AP, Dry Brisket Rub. Boom. Yeah, so yeah, on the, on the homepage, that. there is going to be like a blog spot where we'll, we'll drop whatever the latest thing is we're talking about, be it a recipe or whatever it is. It'll be right there at the top. And then, yeah, I'm not going to go through the whole website with you, but yeah, check it out. Check it out. Explore it. Let us know what you think. We appreciate it. So, a couple of corrections. A couple of, I uh, got a couple of feedbacks uh, over the week uh, regarding the last episode. And uh, it was more specifically something to do with what Jan said and his knowledge about uh, auction um, animals that, uh, that, uh... okay, so before we get into the, the brisket ology, the, 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 the second part, second series of the brisket. We do have a correction actually brought to my attention by Dusty. Mm. Uh, and something Jan said last episode that he needs like, okay, we just need to correct this a little bit. Jan said something about the auction animals being kept alive. And he's like, not true. He's like, all of them go to slaughter. All auction animals go to slaughter? That's what he's saying. I don't know. Was I saying like there's a stay of execution for some? I'm not really sure what. It, well, okay, so 
Uh, and there's a lot of stuff that he went into that, that he was discussing. One thing I didn't know is that uh, primarily a lot of the, 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 the meat that we, we see are from steers. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So primarily the bulls and the cows are, are left for the, the reproduction. The breeding, right. Correct. Yeah. The bulls and cows are humping and the and steers I, are dinner. Well, yeah, no, I'm, I, not, I don't want to lie to you uh, guys. I, I was like, I had to look up steer. And I was like, I'm kind of halfway knew what it was, but I was like, uh, I was like, is that the, they don't have any balls? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and I asked Dusty that and he's like, yes, he confirmed that. So I was like, ah, okay. So, uh, and he said that, that okay. bulls. Let's okay. be honest. They're not born without balls. Correct. They are castrated. Mm. They are castrated. Mm-hmm. That's right. Correct. And that's where you get your Rocky Mountain oysters from. That is true. I don't know if you've had those before, but. Or calf fries. Calf fries, which is basically just chicken fried bull balls. Testicles. Yeah. Yummy. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> hey, seriously, if you never had them, you would, it would change. You're like, man, I like that. That's really good. Man, I'm pretty daring when it comes to food. And I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, I don't you know could. if I can get over that. You would know it. You eat it and go, that's the best damn chicken fried steak I ever had in my life. That's what you'd say. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess if you've eaten a hot dog, you probably had them. Probably. That's probably true. So right. One little uh, tidbit that Dusty dropped on us. He said, bulls have a faster metabolism, so they don't gain weight as fast. Would almost He's going on a limb right here. He's like, would almost say 100% of the meat that we eat from the stores are steers, which yeah, I mean, because well, right, because right. basically when you when you when when you castrate an animal, it it's probably slows down a lot for them, right? Like a normal person would have to probably take like medication to get their levels right or whatever else. For a steer, he's just gonna pack on weight at that point, you know? Right, right, exactly. I, I would think it's yeah. The bull, I mean, it's yeah, yeah. it slows down metabolism, so he's Correct. like boom, starts packing on weight and all that good stuff. So yeah, I see it. Yeah, I mean that's awesome. Huh. Hey, he goes. Go. He goes into a little. We won't get into uh, how he uh, castrates the bulls. Uh, that might be a different episode, unless you guys want to hear about how that nope. happens. <laughs> I'm gonna pass. Uh, nope. If you want to learn how to how that happens, call then, Dusty. His number is two eight one. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, I was just gonna refer to the previous episode to where I had my uh, vasectomy. Yeah. Not the same way, guys, but you know, James, you're a steer. <laughs> yeah, he is. Dang it. <laughs> Hey, is that why I'm packing all this weight on? You're a steer. <laughs> Holy shit. That's that's funny. All right, let's get into talking about some brisket. I mean, more specifically, let's talk about how to select a brisket. Yes, when you walk into the grocery store and you see, especially in Texas, there's like 30 briskets in there. You're like, well, which one do I pick? Yeah, more specifically, there's like 30 briskets, but there's like four different bins that you can choose from. Right. Sometimes more than that because they've got the ones that are super trimmed and not trimmed and then there's all the different grades and whatnot. Grass fed. Yeah. yeah. Get away from that trim, grass fed Trimmed, not shit. trimmed. I, uh, you could buy just the uh, deckle. Right. Right. Correct. Yeah. The Wagyu. They're offering Wagyus now. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's so much to offer. I mean, there's so much to pick from. There's so much to choose from. So, it, it's quite honestly, I mean, it's confusing. I mean, where do you go? So, well, I think there's probably a lot of different factors, but go back to the the, the, the Wagyu at not every grocery store is going to carry that. Like, no. You're not going to go to Kroger's and ask for Here in Texas, we have a couple of different chains, right? Yeah. 
you're not going to go to Kroger's and ask for a Wagyu brisket. The guy's just going to walk past you. And I go, would say most grocery stores do right. not carry Wagyu. HEB, however, they're starting to carry quite a bit. They few. will. And if you you can order by the case, you can order by singles, whatever you want. Uh, go talk to the butcher. Um, their the butchers are really good. I I really I like talking to those guys. Those are whatever. But also, uh, I didn't know this, but they do order. They order a lot of uh, Wagyu brisket anyways because they. Um, they use it for their hamburgers. They, it actually gets uh, ground. Did you know that? That just seems sad. It, it kind of. But yeah. if you think, if you want some of the juiciest burgers you're ever going to yeah, have. Yeah, I've had their Wagyu burgers. And, yeah, boogers? They're <laughs> Wagyu free- burgers. <laughs> Booga. Jesus, John. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I, y'all say Wagyu. I always say Wagyu. But, uh, well, you're fancier than well, us. Well, I am. And Do I, you I, hold your pinky up when well, you say that? He's nope. holding it right now. Just the middle finger. That's it. <laughs> Oh, it's a pinky. Dang it. Um, but no, I, I actually really feel like that's kind of awesome to go and have some like ground Wagyu brisket burgers. I mean, and they're phenomenal, by the way. Yeah. So yep. we'll start from the bottom and then we'll we'll go up. So there, there's several different grades of what they they, they call the, the grades of beef, the, the cuts. The, well, not the cuts, the grades of beef. So you, you start it. We'll say the bottom is select. And in some of the research that, that me and John have done, there are quite a few more selections below. Yeah, there's about five more grades below that. Five that more just, grades. You just don't see them in the store. Well, other than the standard, which is the ones that usually just aren't labeled, anything below that you're not going to see in the or store. Or the ones you see at Petco. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's probably that, yeah. the bottom, the you're, bottom. Yeah. What you're rung. finding in spam. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. there is a there there's a grade like uh, most grocery stores, whether it's Kroger's or HEB's, Randall's or whatever the Tom Thumb, whatever's around Costco's. you, Costco's, mm-hmm. they have their own brand. Usually, that is that's gonna be the standard brand. Yeah. The standard. It's a little bit below what I guess you would yeah. say select. Well, it's US, USDA grades. Correct. Right. Yeah. And it, it, like I was saying, we're not going to go through all the different USDA grade class, classifications that they have for every right. one that they have out there because I think there's like nine, ten. Uh, yeah, eight or nine. Quite a few. Uh, so we'll, we're just going to primarily focus on the top four. So we have select, we have choice, we have prime. And then, well, let me back that up because Wagyu is not really USDA graded, is it? I don't not according to their website, but uh, it's something that we may have to definitely ask. Con- I mean, it's definitely considered a grade if you're talking to somebody about brisket. They're, they're con- I don't know if it's especially a, a grade. It. I think it has to have a certain percentage of that cattle, right? An eighth or whatever it is percentage of that cattle yeah. to be considered. It's more like a breed, really. It is so. I think that's how you're able to label it as that. Okay. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, so really, if we're talking about this, you're, you're going to see in grocery stores, it's select, choice, and prime. Right, yeah. So every, every without getting too far into it, I would say Wagyu is something for special occasion. For the most part, most people that get Wagyu are going to have to special order it somewhere. It's yeah. not something you're going to go, oh, I'm going to cook a brisket this weekend. Let me go get a Wagyu. No, I, I, I see that, but which we'll get into, but I've seen cuts of meat be labeled as something, but really, it like, you know, a really, really high prime is probably just as marbled and oh, flavorful sure. as what you're going to get for yeah, yeah. the Kobe or the Wagyu 
uh, brisket, right? Correct. So I mean, I I bought some really like even lower end cuts of meat, and they they look like they're like a damn fillet when you start slicing yeah. into yeah. it. You know, yeah. I'll so. definitely I'll dig through the choice bin looking for one that looks like right. a prime. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. And, and I guess that's, that's primarily what we're here to discuss. Right. How is do we decide how the people that are listening can look at that and determine what's a good meat piece of meat, what's not a good piece of meat. Do you see a choice piece of meat that is well marbled that looks really awesome compared to like, oh, well, there's prime right here, but I don't see any primes that look as good as this choice. Do I go with the choice or do I go with the prime? So you're like, those are the questions yeah. that we're hopefully by the end of this little episode and by, by the end of these couple of episodes on briskets, you'll have the knowledge and you'll be able to decide for yourself. Again, everything's subjective. I mean, I've I've bought like we we bought Wagyu briskets at, at competition before and cooked them the same we always cook them and they turn out dry. Yeah, like they had yeah, no fat yeah. at all. Like they had no fat I, at all. So, I know, I know. So it is it the piece of meat? Is it is it the cook? Is it the process? I mean, right. All you can do is do your best to pick it out the way correct. you know with the knowledge you're going to gain right here. Boom. <laughs> so, uh, so I guess going to this, if you're, uh, is there a certain level you want to go through, or do you want to say if you're walking into the bins and you want to look at this, how 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 do you how do you want to pick out a piece of meat then? Like if you're, hey, hey, we're doing a fourth of, uh, fourth of July brisket, and I want to pick out a brisket. I'm going to go to the store. I walk up and I see there's three bins in front of me. What's the thought process? Okay, the first thought process for myself is do not worry about the label that they have walk up to the thing turn the briskets over to the back side where you can see on the cryovac right portion of it they will have it labeled to whether it's select prime or choice or wagyu yep. uh, they do have some that are certified black angus they they do have yep so i mean First and foremost, flip that thing over and look and see what you're yeah. dealing with. Make sure it is what they say it is. Correct. Yeah, because yeah. it. I mean, they can you have labels as a they prime, but it's yeah, exactly. Hey, I just to be honest with you. I picked up some briskets one time that were labeled like ninety cents a pound or something. I'm looking at it. I'm like, I'm. It's like labeled in the, a choice bin. Mm-hmm. They're actually prime briskets. Yep. But I was getting them at a choice cost. I'm buying those. I'm like, boom, yeah, yeah. boom. Boom. I had that same so, yeah. exact thing happen probably two months ago. Yeah, it's and fun. I was at Walmart, and I never buy briskets at Walmart, but I always, I always look at them. But yeah, they flipped one over and it said Prime. I was like, God, it's a good looking brisket, and it's, yeah, like a buck ninety a pound. So I was, I'm buying that brisket. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I feel like I'm hitting the lottery at that point. I feel so guilty just putting right. this in my basket, but I'm just gonna keep yeah, doing it. I'm sorry, guys. Select or Can choice I pay or something. You more of this? Yeah, I mean, it's your own fault. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Any more of these uh, mislabeled yeah. briskets well, you got some in the back? Sixteen year old kid in the back, like. Uh, it's fine. Just put a sticker on it, right? Yeah. Hey, that's that's their loss, your gain. That's a great point, James. Is don't be afraid to pick yeah. the brisket up, turn it over, and look at the packaging itself. It'll not the printed, store label. Yeah, not the store label. It'll be printed on the packaging somewhere on the back. You'll see a line running down. It'll say it over and over again. Right. USDA choice, USDA select. Their little USDA label Prime, usually looks like right? like a shield or something, right? Yep. That's right. So that's that's a fantastic point there. Yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll get into select. Okay, select is the bottom of the rung. If you are looking to do a brisket, um, 
you don't want to go select. I mean, not unless it looks like it's mislabeled. It, it, if it is, looks like a choice or higher, maybe. It is cheaper. Hey, go for marbling, right? It, Look if at you marbling. can see something that has a little bit more marbling, it is cheaper. But experience from us, it's not going to turn out the way you want it. What if you are doing 4,000 uh, chopped brisket sandwiches? If you're chopping it up Nothing and, wrong then, with that. And, 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 and adding and putting stuff to it, sauce, sauce on it. all that yeah. stuff like that. Don't waste your money on a prime at that point. Do no. not waste your yeah. money on no, a prime because yeah. you will not saying, tell the difference. Select has a, a spot, but so, it's not correct. to slice it up and put it on a plate. Well, we're right, right. We're, I'm not turning into competition, but that's a great point. It's like, so when you walk up to the band, it's like, what are you here to do? If I'm here right. to make chopped beef, then... Yeah, probably going with a select. I'm probably going to buy a few of those, and and I'm not worried about it, right? Exactly. But it's, if you're if you're going to make sliced brisket and you're going to serve people, right? Then you're kind of like, okay, well, I maybe I need to look at a different grade. But don't be afraid to look at to look at the select because I've seen select pieces of meat, mm-hmm. well right. well marbled. You're like, this one should have been graded as a choice or, or higher. higher. Uh, so that, I guess I guess the rule of thumb is. Don't be afraid to go look at the bottom tier of the brisket and, and thumb through them all of them and go, okay, if, if you don't find anything, you didn't really waste your time. You're just going over to the next bin and right. you're starting to look at the choice or prime, right? Yeah. So it's like, started from the bottom and now I'm here. Now I'm here. Yeah. I'm yeah. kind of the opposite. I usually go through, look at the primes, pick the one I want, and then go back and look at the other one just to see if there's anything, anything better. Yeah, but you know what's funny is I've bought... Um, I've went through the primes and I bought a choice that looked better than any brisket they had in the primes. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's fine. And I'll put my, my prime one back if I find a better yeah. one in the other bins. Yeah. But for sure. Brisket I cooked this weekend, I actually have no clue what grade it was. It was kind of slim pickings at HEB. And I just looked at the meat. Well, you just, got one of them super trimmed. Yeah. It's first, it was. Yeah, it's the first time I ever bought a trimmed brisket from the store and it was super trimmed. But I just looked at the bin and I was just looking at all the the consistency, looking at how much fat was on them still, and I just grabbed one I thought looked good. I have no clue if it was select, choice, prime. I, yeah. I didn't even look at it. And I know we'll get into the the flavor on that one a little bit later with our uh, product review, but it was juicy. It was tender. It was good. Yeah. It was a great job. Yeah. So I, I guess we can sit here and go through every grade. So let's not fuck them up. Is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. First and foremost, you're looking for the fat striations that are running in between the meat. Right, right. That's the first thing I look at. That's the first thing thing you glance at and see. If it it looks like just a red piece of just like, I'm just trying to think of a a piece of beef that just has no marbling whatsoever. Yeah, like a round steak. steak. New York strip. Yeah. Yeah. If it looks like that, then it's it's yeah. going to be tough. Yeah. You have to have marbling throughout the meat to keep it moist and to keep it tender when it finishes. Because when it finishes, you cut into it. If there's no fat, then you, it's just going to be yeah. a bunch of dry, just lean pieces of meat. So I, I like that. So you're saying look for a, um, a, a marbled brisket, which... If you think of a steak, what a marbled steak looks like, it looks nothing like a, a marbled, marbled brisket. brisket. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the grain of the meat, right, and you follow that grain, the grain is going a certain direction. You're looking for that fat to run with the grain and run through 
basically where you see it at, it should run through the meat. Right. right. It's almost like so. It's but it goes with the grain. It doesn't go right. Like yeah, the, you're not looking at the big huge chunks of fat that are all over it. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about right. the pieces that are. It looks like it's part of the meat, like it's in there. Like you're not trimming it up; it's not coming off. Right, it's, it's almost like a—I don't want to say a zebra because it's not quite fifty-fifty, but you're going to see little tiny, very in thin the grains of the of, muscle fibers. That's right. right in the grain, right? If you, if you we'll if, post a picture. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people think like, oh, it's just like a steak or something, right? Yeah, no, not the it's, same marble. It's, it's not the same marble as a steak. It's it goes with the grain, and you want to find one. This is on the top side, right? Because on the bottom side, it's fully it's a full uh, fat cap. Right. right. So the top side, you're looking just for as much of that fat running with the grain going down. So yep. well, let me ask you this. Uh, I see a lot of people go to the grocery store and their method of picking out a brisket is whether they could just fold it over and touch like like point to to flat. Yeah, I think that has more to do with how much of the fat cap has been trimmed off because that's kind of the hard part. I mean. You can feel the meat, and I think if it has that real soft consistency, you, there's probably a little more fat in it, and it's probably like if you feel a Wagyu brisket, you know it's a Wagyu brisket. It feels like you've got marshmallow in your hands. It it does, but if you if you think about what a a point and a and a flat is, right? It's two pieces of 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 meat laying on muscle. top of each other. Two different muscles, right? That is separated by a fat cap. Right, so that, that fat that runs in between that usually it doesn't really render. It's usually it's where you. I like a lot of the pieces from that section right there. Mm-hmm. That generally allows you to fold it in half, right, and touch the ends. Like I can do that with almost every brisket. Right. If you that's what tell I'm saying. me that's the only way that they, this makes a good brisket, then I'm going to say, man, I'm picking out good briskets every time I go. To the right. Store. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You, you know can pick mean? up a select piece of shit brisket, That's and right. especially just, if it's a real thin I, brisket. I do want to know what you were talking about the folding in half thing is that you because I can't see nothing. So just elaborate on that. Yeah. So so basically, you go to the grocery store and you pick out a piece of brisket and you hold one end in one hand, the other end in the other hand, and you fold it basically like you're folding a sandwich, taco, and a, and a hamburger taco, style. and if both of them touch then that's a that's a really that's a really good brisket that's the theory that we're debunking right and i i just don't agree with that theory i if if you live your life that way then you're getting really inconsistent pieces of meat all the time and one time you get a really good one the next time you go and you really get one that's like dry then you go oh man i don't know what happened it was a great piece of meat i must have folded it wrong i I must have had a hole in my tinfoil or i must have had something that whatever i don't know i mean i i just don't think that that's not how you judge a piece of meat yeah and if it is, I can imagine some guy from USDA looking at a side of beef and going, well, can you fold it in half? That makes it really good. <laughs> you know what I mean? That doesn't work that way. So Right. Yeah. I think the most important thing is, the, the like you said, the fat striations, the little fat running through the the, uh, the meat. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And that, okay. So, and another kind of, I guess, tidbit, uh, educational piece of information for you guys as well. So, when the USDA goes to judge not judge, certify a cow, the meat off this cow, whatever. They use the ribeye to certify this particular beef. Right. right. When they're when they're deciding whether it's a prime whether or it's a whatever. Prime select wagyu. Right. Yeah. Whatever. They're not grading each cut. They're not pulling. Okay, let me see the brisket. Okay, that's a prime. Let me see the ribeye. Oh nope, that's a something else. Right. No. Yeah. They, they just look at the ribeye and go, okay, this whole cow is a choice or whatever. Yeah. Which is pretty interesting. I mean, 
they're going off that ribeye. It's like if the ribeye is so marbled, this is what it's going to be. If the ribeye is not marbled, then it's going to be this. So, right. Hey, they're doing something right because the ribeye is my favorite steak. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> right. I love ribeye. I feel like, hey, you yeah. got it down. Stay tuned for our steak series. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, some people might argue that New York strips are probably a... Yep. New Yorkers yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those people are wrong. <laughs> those people are wrong. That's what we call those people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The only way that's better is like you wrap a piece of bacon around it and then you top it with a freaking ribeye. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, have you ever had a ribeye wrapped uh, New York strip? Yeah. We're having steak night at my house. It's ribeye for me and my wife and I'll get like the New York strip for my kids. That's like the kid's steak Great. I make for them. <laughs> Eat your shoe leather over yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's awesome. All right, so what what else do we have on tap there, John? Uh, so uh, the color we talked about it a little bit. Well, you, you can look at the color, like a. So we've all seen the the pieces of meat uh, that are sitting in there. Some look a little bit more vibrant red. Some look look a little bit more maybe a duller red, and then maybe it might be sitting in there just a little too long and opaque. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it, and a lot of these a lot of these briskets are are when they're butchered and then they're they're cryovacked up and they're put in a box and they're shipped off to all the distributors and the grocery stores and all that good stuff uh the, the, and from what i've learned there is a a i guess a slaughter date on these boxes mm. that lets you know when this cow was slaughtered so if not to get too far into the competition world but sometimes these competition cooks will go to a restaurant depot or a costco or sam's or whatever and ask them to see the box that it that it came in so they can see the butcher date uh slaughter date for these cows and they're trying to pick cows that are probably within that 45 day range yeah, a little wet age action wet age action because they, they cryo vacuum throw them in theirs and they just sit there and kind of wet age for like 45 right. days Longer it sits, the more kind of wet age it gets and breaks down. Breaks down, yeah. yeah. Then, and I, again, yeah, I don't know all the, all the science behind it. And maybe one of these days we'll get into talking about the wet age and dry age and all that good stuff right. for steaks. But that was kind of one little little aspect, one little portion of the the brisket itself. Yeah, but yeah, the color. I mean, I've had experiences where I, I've gotten one where uh it looks bright red and looks good and you cut it open and it smells like just hot garbage yeah i don't worry about the color so i mean as long as it looks like it's still sealed yeah look at look at the dates doesn't look like any air got in there yeah look at the dates like green sometimes these grocery stores they will um i'm not saying they're being shady they will open it up they will reseal it recryo vac it Mm. And maybe put a new sticker on there. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know. But I know the day that you pulled that one out, it was. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it was rancid. It was rancid. Yeah, James brought it back in like a. Uh, yeah, you got to cook like those eight. ones just perfectly. <laughs> he brought it back. I in put like, it back in a plastic bag they gave me. Right, that you like. You get your groceries in. They get the plastic <laughs> bag. He carries it in. I'm sure it's like leaking out. Right, and he's I was like, leaking blood everywhere. He's I was like, like carrying it up there. This is rotten. He was pissed. I'm I sure. was mad. Yeah, I was like, brisket. I just paid like fifty bucks for this. This is a prime brisket too. I just yeah. paid like fifty something bucks for it. I'm like, right to customer Set service. It. Like set it on the counter. It's like. 
um, this brisket's bad. <laughs> the guy looked at me. He's like, uh, what? I was like, smell that. No, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, Give yeah. me my money back. You know, I was no, like, no, we went got you went got another one. Well, uh, you can get one. What? Well, obviously, I'm 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 cooking a brisket, so right. I need a brisket. So he's like, you can get one equal or blah 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 lesser value, and we'll give you the money back and all that stuff like that. I'm like, okay. I mean, you should you should be doing a little extra for me, right? Maybe throwing in like maybe a, a whole chicken. Damn, James. <laughs> hey, it wasn't we, that guy's fault? Yeah, what? not it's not his fault. Well, it's not coming out. It's of his like pocket. when you go to, like you should kiss my shoes right now. Carry that in my car for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kiss this ring. That's a good point though. Like That's you should horrible. smell your meat before you cook it. Not just brisket, any meat. You should give it a sniff. If it smells bad, it's probably bad. But one yeah. thing, hey, um, rinse the meat off because sometimes it has that like kind of like the. The outer coating, the fluid right. yeah. or whatever that's out that's that's surrounding the meat. Maybe that sometimes that's a little kind of like has that kind of weird smell to it. Rinse it off. If the meat still smells, take it back. Don't eat it because, right. uh, it, and you folks at home may not know. I mean, when you see that uh, the brisket and the the red stuff that's coming off it or whatever, that's not blood, right? I mean, it, it looks like blood. It's red, but it's not blood, and it. it I'm not even going to get into the the uh, science and the 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 whatever it is actually called. We'll Google it. We'll look it up and see. But it's called something else. But it's not blood. Right. So it's like when you it's when you ectoplasm. Co- yeah. Yeah, didn't we go into that in one of the episodes? <laughs> we might have. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like when you cook a steak, and then you you do a medium rare and you cut into it, and then you kind of ha- it's all red, and you kind of have that little red juice kind of come out. It's not blood. You're not eating blood. It's just whatever the protein, whatever the thing it is that's breaking down. So that's right. right. Same thing with the chicken breast. You cut open the chicken breast and it's red. It's fine. It's yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> hey, don't do that. We don't mess with chicken. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's rare. Don't rinse your chicken. I don't rinse my chicken. Nobody said it was blood. We just said it was rare. Yeah. yeah. Cook your chicken fully. How about this? Do you ever buy a pre-trimmed brisket? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. do it often? No. Yeah, mm-hmm. this was the first time I ever did, and I kind of felt a little awkward doing it. So I did this in a cook-off one time. I, I go to the store. I'm in a panic, right? It's like back in the day when we first started doing I'm, I'm probably 25 years old, 24 years old, right? So I go to the store. I, last minute, I'm buying a brisket. I tell the guys, hey, look, um, let's go ahead and trim this for me, right? Do a pre-trim one. So I pick it out, give it to the butcher. He, he gives it to me. It's all wrapped up. Right, he did a great trim job, yeah. huh? <laughs> he did. He did a really good trim job on uh, the back side, the, the fat cap side. Mm-hmm. Right, he, he put what, exactly what I wanted on there. However, on the on the top of it, the front of it, um, he butterflied it. Oh, and because he took all that fat off the top, uh, off the front of it, right, where there's really not really anything, mm-hmm. but you know there's two pieces of meat there. He goes down the, and butterflies all the way through. Basically, he almost separated the two pieces of meat. With the point and the flat? Yep. Mm. And then laid that flap over. It was like, here you go. I'm like, how the heck am I going to run slices off of this thing? This is not going to (laughs) work. I mean, I only have like three inches or four inches off the front of it. And and then now I'm already into the filleted portion of it. I have Mm. two pieces of meat there. This, I'm not happy. Not a happy guy. But did you want... I don't even know, actually. Hmm. I, I probably did. I probably did well, r- really well. But I didn't know until um, 
I had actually got to um, the cook-off. I started seasoning. That's, that's right. when You're I knew like, oh, that it was. Hell. I was like, this is freaking BS, you know. So, but yeah. So, by the way, don't let somebody – if you're in a pinch and you want to buy one and you're cooking for your family, nothing wrong for that. If you're going to do a competition, oh, yeah. don't buy the pre-trim. Do it yourself. Do it the way you like it. Don't let somebody take a piece of that meat right. and ruin it for you, right? So, right. so the last uh, sort of determining factor we, we had thought about was the actual size – uh, of the brisket, the weight of the brisket. Does that come into play when you're when you're picking out a brisket? Yeah. I mean, well, other than you obviously don't want an eight-pound brisket. I mean, do you just go according to how many people you're feeding, or do you have like a – do you have a, a zone that you're like, that's the one I like? I don't. I, I look at the bigger pieces of the meats. Like if you got like 18, 19, 17-pound briskets, those things have so much fat on them, it's unreal. I think anytime you trim a brisket that's that large – you're probably still going to come down to a a 14 to 12 pound brisket, which, in my mind, that's where I want to be. I want to be around a, around a 14. If I can get if I can get to a 15 pound, that's a that's a big brisket, right? After after it's been trimmed. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah. One thing I heard about the the larger briskets, like the the 17, 18, 20 pound briskets or whatever, those are from old steers. Like older steers, so yeah. the the might meat be a little tougher, or? might be a little bit more more tougher. Okay, yeah, I could be wrong about that, but I, I mean, I read that that the the bigger pound wise briskets come from like older. I mean, that makes sense. Steers, I, maybe maybe it's just now it's yeah. just marinated better. Maybe it's a little a little flattered. You know, <laughs> who knows? Uh, but typically, when I when I buy a brisket for competition, I'm looking at the uh, probably. The 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 fourteen pound mark, that's probably like my by thirteen pound. That's a money spot for me. Okay, I'm probably pretty similar. Probably more like fifteen or sixteen. When I'm at home, I like doing the biggest brisket possible. I don't I don't know why. I just seem like I have better luck. It's more, it's more meat. I mean, it is more meat, but I also feel like I don't know. Probably just because it has to cook longer, I end up with a better bark. I feel like it just sits in the juices longer, ends up more tender. I don't know what it is, but when I do a bigger brisket, it seems to come out better. Yeah. That, that Wagyu brisket we had at the VFW cook-off that me and Good John kind of headed up, that I think I've had steaks bigger than that brisket. And I never had one cooked that fast. And it kind of came out a little bit dry because I underestimated how quick that thing was going to cook. We still got fourth place with it, but it was like, man, if that thing would have just been a little bit juicier, probably been a first place win right there. But yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, it's like... I, I, I don't want to cook an eight pound or six pound right. brisket. That to me, I'm it's not. Funny, I'm, you see a lot of that though. You're seeing Especially a lot in, more of it in and other states like, and stuff too. You're, and you're cooking it like like four hours. And how how do you develop a really good or a five hour cook? How are you developing a really good bark and finishing a piece of meat the way it should be if you're doing it in five hours or yeah. four hours? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's three or four hours smoked and then like you're wrapped for two an hour. hours wrapped. Yeah. yeah. You you gotta go. You have to go to lower temperature, right? At that point, like I know we like to run ours two fifty, two seventy five, no, but you, you gotta you, go lower. You with would those. have to go, but the problem is they're not, and I, I think that's the mistake they're having is they're going at two fifty, two seventy five, and they're finishing these things so quickly. However, if if they were to run it at probably a a a two hundred or two fifteen, right, they would do probably a lot better. Right. You yeah. know. Yeah, I'm right there with you. So, anyways, yeah. So, I, well, we kind of agree that probably the looking at the fat is probably the most important 
That's a very most important. And you hit on the, 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 we talked about folding the briskets, whatever. One thing you didn't say is like some of these grocery stores or the meat packers or whatever, they cryovac these things in there so tight mm-hmm. that sometimes right. it's just hard to bend these things. Right. Yeah. You can have like the one of the best briskets in the world, but you go to bend it, you're like, well, that thing doesn't even have any flex to it. That's so tough. Peace right. out, bro. Yeah, that's, right. You're yeah. stretching the plastic right now. Bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, explodes like a water balloon. Right. Yeah. Best thing is check out the meat striation. When, when I say meat striation, the, the striation, the fat that, that's running in between the muscle fibers. Yep. You want to see some white speckled in there every once in a while. And I'm not talking about the the stuff that uh, is that you trim off, the little silver skin, the, yeah, yeah. the big, huge fat cap, or any of that type yeah. of stuff. No big solid chunks. Just, no just solid the ones that chunks. look like little white. Looks like little white, almost like toothpicks or something laying in between the meat yeah it's mm-hmm. kind of weird yeah but we'll we'll take some pictures and uh we'll post them on the the yeah, website we'll, yeah we'll do a little a little blog we'll do a little blog some pictures so of different grades can, uh, and whatnot take a peep and all right alden i am here what's right, up let me ask you a question growing up as a kid were you a pizza roll or a bagel bite Ooh. type kid I mean, they were both hot in the mouth, but as it was definitely pizza rolls, man, for sure for me. Okay. Any any other? Uh, what about you guys? Pizza rolls, bagel bites. I think I remember being in California. It was all about the bagel bites. I thought I was, yeah, I was yeah, gonna say bagel California, bites. California man, bagel bites all the way. Yeah, we were. Uh, I grew up being on the Schwanz man stuff, so you know, chicken drummies and just whatever you can get from there. The little pizzas that you get from those guys, the little. Yeah, so that's basically, I mean, kind of, I guess it's a bagel bite or not a bagel bite, but it's still kind of a pizza bite, I guess, but just in a in more of a round form, so. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm all pizza roll. I'll, uh, uh, I'll take, uh, I, let me rephrase this. I honestly hadn't had a bagel bite in probably like forever. So maybe we need to maybe have a little um, grabbing the brisket experiment mm, mm-hmm. maybe cook a little uh, pizza rolls and cook a little bagel bites and just see what uh, they're Are you all about, about nowadays like going and buying cheap ass bagel bites or yes. like making our own like getting a bagel and no, no, no 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 we're, we're buy buying them. the okay. ogs <laughs> and then we're gonna eat them and we'll do our uh, little rating review on that uh, our pizza bites are that's the only thing we have in our house uh i did see i don't know if it's something new uh busted out last time we got together I think Totino's came out with mini pizza bites, mini pizza rolls, along with some other different pizza rolls, along with some breadsticks, all in the same bag that you cook up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, was one of them like a mozzarella stick or something? One was a mozzarella stick, pizza roll, and then breadsticks. That's a party in a bag. That was pretty legit. I'm not going to lie. Once we moved to Texas, it all became about the uh, little, like, the little uh, Mexican roll things. What do you call those? The taquitos. Taquitos. Those little heat up taquitos. Yeah. Any other notable standout childhood snacks that roll just right off the top of the head? Ah, okay. Um, how about the little cream cakes you used to get, right? From the little Debbie, right? The little Christmas tree one that was covered in white. Had those ze- the zebra cakes. Zebra cakes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, dude. I would destroy. So Christmas time they come with the Christmas cakes. During the regular time they'd be squared or whatever. 
I, I see them in the store now. I pass by them. I don't buy them. But I always like have a flashback. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, crush, I can those crush things. so many zebra cakes. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. So I was at Jaws house the other day, and I remember um, for some reason the Corn Nuts commercial, probably from, I don't remember, what, it, it was in the 90s, but the, the song was like, Bust the Nut. You know, and, and the wording is, it's obviously horrible. And I was showing it to John the other day. He was like, oh, this can't be real. This can't be real. It's like, it's real. I remember this as a kid. Do y'all remember that? No. No. <laughs> I, no. I do not remember any Cornette commercials. Crackanut? No, it was, he, he played the song. It was Busting yeah, That. It was Busting That. It sounded. There's no. a lot of things back but that's in the not, that's like a, that. That's not a childhood snack, though, is it? Is that what you're eating as a child and going, I just can't wait to get more corn nuts in my mouth? I can't wait to bust a nut. Say that out loud. Okay. <laughs> Say that <laughs> yeah, out loud was, five times fast. It wasn't a fast. childhood snack or anything. It was just the, the commercial. I just it's yeah. I, Vividly, it's in my mind. It's never, it's never going to go away, man. All right. What, wait, what's 13-year-old Alden eating... Coming home, what, what's he snacking on? Fruit by the foot. Before he hits the uh, baseball field. 13-year-old Alden smoking marbles and drinking Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're probably not wrong, Matt. But nah, I, was, I wasn't doing that yet. Uh, was not doing that yet. So as, at 13, uh, it was, man, I, I had a Mexican mom, bro. She uh, Everything she cooked was great, so I didn't have to uh, venture out or do anything like that. So everything she made was, was awesome. So. I had, uh, and it's funny because I had a, a lot of guys from school that would come to my house to eat because my mom cooked so well. So that, nice. I mean, that's where I was at. So you're saying fruit by the foot, pop tarts, Captain <laughs> Crunch with crunch berries, Duh. and probably rice krispies. <laughs> rice krispies. Right. Yeah, great. Now, All right. Me, me, the '90s kid. I'll say if your mom packed you up Dunkaroos in your lunch. And you were living large. Do you no remember those things? Is. I don't know if that was just my generation. I, listen, a little, little bit before you guys. Listen, you just Alden had uh, milk in a bag, and you ate Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos. Yeah, I don't is know. That what that is that the one where you had the the cookie sticks where you dipped it into the like icing, the chocolate, you know, frosting? Whatever, it, it wouldn't. I don't frosting. remember it being a stick. It was more like kind of like a Teddy Graham style thing. Oh, I do remember those. Yeah, and you'd rip that pack. They they all went away in the nineties, but. Everybody had them back then, and yep. they were I remember that. Didn't yeah. have them. Who's that? And I don't remember Handy this. snacks. Handy, Handy snacks. Yeah, the little little crackers with cheese, and you get the little red plastic um, stuff. You spread the cheese oh. under your... Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Peanut, they had peanut butter. They had cheese. They did, but you had to spread it yeah. yourself. Yeah. Cheese. Yeah. So, the best Pop-Tart? Pop-Tarts. Oh, yeah. Pop-tarts. The best, best Pop-Tart flavor? Uh, there's only one. It's S'mores. the... No, what's wrong with you? Jesus. It's the strawberry with the regular white frosting. Yes. John, That's ding, the most ding, white ding. bread answer yes. I ever heard. Well, you know what? <laughs> it is the best one. I agree 100%, John. That was the regular, best Pop-Tart was the regular strawberry. Mm-hmm. That's right. Do you toast it or do you put it in the microwave? Because some people are crazy. You toast it. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Toast, you toast it? Pop-Tarts? Hey. Yes, you exactly. Yeah, listen, right. what? I was at the right. store the other day and we were buying some Pop-Tarts. And I was like, hey, you want? To, we have all of our kids. Like, you know, everybody's at home right now, right? So right. I was like, hey, you want to get some Pop-Tarts? And so I pick up. I was like, oh, they have one thing of strawberry right here. So I put it in the basket. And I was like, no, they'll get this. And then Amy's like, 
No, I think they like the s'mores. So we actually make it to the next aisle. She calls our daughter. She's like, hey, do you want s'mores or do you want the strawberry? Freaking s'mores. Mm-hmm. I buy the strawberry. The strawberry anyway. got put up. The s'mores got put in. I was like, oh. this is a travesty. Hey, this is horrible. Ain't nobody eat that shit. Kids no. today. Come on. The box is still sitting up there in the corner. <laughs> I'll, put come, by, I'll yeah. come by later and grab that yeah. from yeah. you. I put Not one <laughs> out of it. I, I guarantee you if that was a strawberry with, and it's got those little little sprinkles, little mm-hmm. sugar, little sprinkles on top. I haven't had a I guarantee you like if it was a strawberry. 18 years. Just don't eat that dry ass crust. Maybe longer than that. <laughs> Like, what, about, I, well, what about your uh, your Quaker Oats if you go to uh, because they had like the apple or the strawberry kind of flavors as well. So like if you're going to Quaker Oats, which one would it be? No. What are you talking about? Quaker, Quaker Oats. What are you, 80? <laughs> are you talking about like their version of Pop Tarts? No, you're no talking I'm talking about oatmeal. a little bag. It's 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 like it's got oats it's, in it. And he's getting an oatmeal. Oatmeal? Oh, instant oatmeal. Like, like instant okay. oatmeal? Somebody mute him. No oatmeal. <laughs> Jesus. We're freaking it's, dude. Hey. We're men. We're talking about pop tarts. <laughs> How the hell are you gonna bring up oatmeal when you were twelve? Did you eat oatmeal? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> shit. He's, he's getting like the shredded wheat cereal. Okay. Uh, Listen, I don't want to go. Into, hey, I want to go on tangent too much. But go ahead, yeah. James. I, I did see a guy came out not re- not not too long ago, maybe a week ago or whatever. But so he, I don't know if he is a dietitian or whatever, but he was trying to prove a point as far as. What you eat doesn't really necessarily matter as much as how many calories you are taking in. So what this guy did, he ate nothing but zebra cakes, <laughs> Debbie snacks. He kept himself at 1,800 calories a day. He lost weight. Yeah, you will lose weight. He lost he weight lost every day. Muscle mass. He, yes, yeah. you'll just you will not be in good shape, but you yeah. will lose weight. Yeah, your arteries will be clogged. No, that's not true. You'll probably that's die. That's not true. But that's not true. That's true. I'm sure he worked out as well. I mean, yeah, he gained muscle. Yeah. No, you can't gain He's muscle without eating protein. I, we have a we have a cousin. Um, her husband was on the beer and popcorn diet. One beer, one bag of popcorn. Lost weight. Looks fantastic. No, you George, can lose weight. If you're listening you. right now, you look great, man. Beer and popcorn died. I told everybody about it. I'm just saying, you are not healthy on the inside. You are healthy, George. Hey, don't call my cousin not healthy. <laughs> on the inside. He's In the inside. That's the it. Outside. George, he's also state champion arm wrestling. He'll kick your ass. <laughs> on the real, I need one of you fuckers to figure out how to come out with calories. C-O-W lories. Calories. Like for barbecue. Because I think that would be cool. I don't know. It's me spitballing. What? <laughs> Maybe start writing some of this stuff down. We'll talk about it later. Calories. Hey, that's Cal- a, it's a shirt. Calories. Calories. That's an Aldenism. I like it, Alden. Hey, Alden, that's the next million dollar idea. I love it. That's what I'm here for, buddy. Boom. All right. Alden, in about uh, five seconds, we're going to go into the 90 second beer review. Okay. Well, mine's already gone. Why well, no? But. Three, two, nine seconds. Alan's over here. I like how Alden comes in. I like how Alden comes in like Winnie the Pooh. I thought I was just thinking. It's like Tigger. Tigger, I'm sorry. Way to go, Al. Yeah. 
So we got the 90-second beer review. What did I do? Nope, you're good, man. Hey, we, we okay. love you. So we got the 90-second beer review. Jan, hit him up with what we got hey, going hey, on. First of all, all right, guys, let me tell you something here, okay? <laughs> I can't do that. I'm just kidding. Hey, listen, so we have the Appalachian Brewing Company. Uh, this is the one that brought us, John, the strawberry? No. What yep. was it? Yep. The strawberry wheat. Same one to strawberry wheat. Okay. Uh, J&J Beer Reviews, Josh. Yeah. So Josh. This is, is this a beer swap that we're doing? Yeah, we did a little swap with them. Okay. And yeah. I, I already requested some more of them strawberry ones. Okay, cool. Yeah, this is a, yeah. I, I don't know what to say about this this bottle. It's vanilla. I was going to say, it. honestly, it looks like a cheap beer. Yeah, I think it's the artwork. I actually like the artwork on this. This looks like it's something like in Colorado or something that's whatever. I, I, don't, I don't mind that. It does kind of look like a cheap beer. It smells great, though. Yeah. So, What's the name of the beer? It's the Mountain Lager. Mm-hmm. Mountain Lager. Mountain Lager. So this is uh, brewed and bottled by Appalachian Brewing Company. Judging uh, by the uh, look of that beer, I can tell there's not one in my hand right now, so... I don't know. You already tasted it. I, you already love, drank yours, Alvin. I love how it says, uh, so it's um, best when stored um, and served cold. That's like on the, on the packaging. That's like old beer, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. It says, please keep our neighborhoods and natural areas clean and litter-free, which is like yeah. the, the recycling thing. I don't see the alcohol by volume. What is it? It's 5% alcohol by volume. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's so, solid. Uh, yeah, Enjoy that's our good. crisp and robust German-style lager. Brewed with barley, hops, yeast, and Appalachian spring water. Appalachians. You have to mm. sneeze when you say that. Appalachian. Appalachian. Corona. Appalachian. No, it's actually beautiful. The Appalachians are beautiful. Um, yeah, I, I'm really eager for this. Okay, cool. Let's try it. Mm. How's that hey. mouth feel? Tastes like a clear, crisp, cool morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On the Appalachian Trail. It's good. Trail. I think it's good. It's, it's, a, it's a lager, but yeah, you can tell it's like a, it's definitely like a German lager. It's got a little something in there. And if you look at it, you hold it up. It's not like a, like a Coors Light or a Bud Light where it's super clear to see through. It's a little hazy, right? I mean, Correct. not like yep. an IPA uh, hazy, but it's, it's definitely foggy. Well, it's a lager, not a Pilsner, John. Okay. Look at Matt coming in here with all the beer knowledge. Uh, is is a Bud Light a Pilsner? <laughs> Matt, I didn't get, realize a Bud Light was a Pilsner. This is, hey, this is great. Matthew. This is why hey, we let got... Me tater. Lower, let me lower my nose from the sky. Tater. This is why we got... Pull my foot out of your ass. Tell me tell me how this beer tastes for you. Exactly. This is why we got Matt on here. Matt is the beer the connoisseur. I've been trying to figure out we why we have him, him on there. We call him the nose. <laughs> I thought we called him potato salad. It's uh yeah you can, it's got like very light taste to it. Definitely tastes like that Appalachian Trail. Why did his voice change? Uh, I because know. I went to the smooth jazz version. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> can I ask you a question? What would Appalachian Trail mix taste like? Like, like mountain lager. Awesome. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. All right. So, 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 what do you think about this? What, what, what are you getting out of this? It's delicious. I mean, I, I wish I had more. Is it, are you getting a sweetness out of it, too? Yep, you get a for sure. Sweetness? A little bit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Crisp. Mm-hmm. So, is this, is this the one I tasted earlier? Yes, the it one is. you brought, brought me is. earlier? Yeah. yeah. Tell us what you think, Alden. Man, I loved it, actually. It, it went down quick. I knew you were going to like this one. Yeah. It was very good. Very, very, very good to me. So I'm just so proud of Alden lately with his his he's coming along with all the beers, you know. 
You know, I, I, I am too. I think that Alden's come like leaps and bounds from where he was, uh, I guess, what is it, like eight months ago or yeah. something, right? I'm looking at uh, your face, Jan. I feel like you have mixed feelings about this beer. You know, I I really do. The first, the, the smell of this beer, right? If you were to smell this beer, it smells like a really, really, really good beer, right? Very smooth. It Yes. Um, my first drink, I I don't know what it was. Maybe I'm clearing the palate from other beer that I've been drinking. It was really off-putting to me. I I couldn't, I couldn't. I was like, I almost had this like reflex, like I'm gonna freaking throw this up or something, right? Like a little uh, reflex, right? Yeah. Uh, however, the second drink I took, I was like, I think I think it's what it was was clearing the palate. After you drink a bunch of Coors Light, anything's gonna have like a shit ton more flavor. Well, it's, it's <laughs> I'm not saying that at all, right? I'm I, what I'm saying is. Going from one beer to another beer without, um, yeah, clearing the palate, so to speak. I think that, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm actually giving this a little more drinks before I get my score on this one. James, could you get some saltines for us so we could clear our palates? Yes. Should I get uh, maybe uh, just a handful of um, coffee beans? Yeah, let me give it a good smell. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah something. Hey, I got some saltines. I need some. I'll bring them over there. No, you stay there. Mm, we don't want your saltines. Yeah, you can give us your score if you want. Uh, I'll be honest with this one, man. It's um, obviously right now I can't buy anything, so I'll buy this all day long. <laughs> probably gonna be. Um, I'm probably gonna give this a solid eight and a half score. Wow, eight point five. That's yeah, eight point five. Yeah, that, that's the Alden quarantined review. <laughs> James, we haven't heard much of what you thought about this thing. I like the beer. I mean, I, I like lagers, so I mean, this one's kind of right up my alley. I mean, I thought this would go over. Well. Yeah, I mean, it's delicious. It's tasty. I mean, when you drink it, you're like, it, it's kind of full flavored, but it's very crisp. It finishes the, very easy. on the back end. Mm-hmm. It's very crisp. You're just like. Okay, well, I mean, I just there was no like aftertaste. There was nope. no like, like I could just drink this whole bottle and like I'm good. I, IBUs are probably low, right? It's yeah. not it's not yeah. bitter, but it has when you first get it, you feel like it's going to be a little bit of bitterness there. It's not. It's not bitter. It's right. very clean, very refreshing. It's not hoppy at all. Not hoppy. Nope. Um, but I, I think it has that when you smell it, you know that it's got a full body smell to this. You right. I mean, you're, yeah. you're picking up the notes. Um, sorry, James. I, I maybe I hijacked your thing right now. No, yeah, I mean you definitely stole no, my thunder. Perfect. You just said everything he was going to say. I'll, I'll just gonna keep say. going then. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to score this real quick, James. Go for I feel it. like you're going to take a long Go time. Go for it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give this. Okay, on my first sip, I would give it a four. Right, that's how I was. Like this is disgusting. However, I took I had a whole glass of it here, so I finished the whole glass in like six seconds, probably. Um, it's really good. I'm I'm going to give this an eight seven. Wow! Wow! Yeah, an eight Holy seven. Crap. This is an eight seven, guys. That's, that's a that's a real that's rookie solid. score right yeah. there. That's an eight seven. No, that's not how rookie score works, man. Yeah. Somebody break this guy in. <laughs> he doesn't know. Hey, so well, we we give we say six would be a good beer, right? A six would be good. That's an average beer. Uh, five is an average. Five is average. average. Six, is six is good. good right? Six is good. Seven, okay. it's great. Yeah, yeah. I think I give or this one like a six point two. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised because I usually rate things higher than the rest of you guys. Well, I I really feel like you missed the mark on this one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
something wrong with you. What about you, John? Did you already you rate jump it? in? You want me to yeah, jump ahead? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And okay, get it. I think I've pretty much already said what I thought about the beer. I'll, I'm just gonna give my score. I'm gonna say about a seven point four. That's amazing. Four, yes. Seven point four. Okay. Dang it! I kind of want to go higher, but really probably should go seven. I'm gonna go seven six. I'm sorry. No, seven point six. I, okay. I can do it. Really? No, you can't. We locked you at seven four. That was your initial thing. It's a rookie for you to say anything different. Let's go, James. Shit, that's seven, very nice. Four. Yeah. Damn it. All right. So I'm gonna get in there before I give my score. I'm gonna go into maybe a little bit of a story. It, I know this is only ninety seconds. I know that we. It's only ninety seconds that we can get into the story. Ninety seconds. Yeah. So looking at this, this is mountain logger. It brings back a memory. It br- brings back a a story that I like to share with you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want, I mean, yeah, share it with regale us, James. Okay. Yeah, we're not trying to silence you. So in 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 my college days, uh, my uncle. Uh, hit me up and he was like, Hey, we're fixing to go to Colorado. Do you want to go with this? And I'm like, Yeah, okay, let's go. Let's do this. So I was quite, I, I wasn't quite of age as far as drinking wise goes. So, um, hey, you guys here have met Uncle Gene before. Yeah. So, and so he's like, hey, We loaded up. We, we well, had a, let's just be honest. There, there's a whole lot of things you probably uh, can get by with. Uh, in life and whatever else, but an Uncle Gene gets in the picture, Colorado, a few brews. Yeah, that's normal. Hey, and you know me. I mean, I'm kind of like the 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 reserve shy. Like, ugh, I don't know. yeah. But, hey, let's go. So we loaded up car trip. We're heading that way. And qu- kind of a, just quick before I get into this whole story, uh, I left my truck to Jan. To take care of and and that's not, that's not really accurate. That's another like <laughs> dropped isn't you it? off at his house. You, you dropped me off at Uncle Jean's. Then I got gas. No, I went to the store. You took my truck. Okay, Wait, right, right. I took your truck to the store. Obviously, I dropped like you have, off somewhere. We have conflicting stories going no, on no. here. I want to. I'm about to sit here and listen. Yeah. And just wonder what the picture plays out. That's okay. what I'm listening okay. to right now. So I drop James off. He's go I have to work. I couldn't go. I drop James off. I go to the gas station. I'm gonna pick up something, right? Uh and I wrecked James's truck. He backed up at the gas station and hit these big huge concrete cylinders. Metal. They were metal. <laughs> yeah. Metal cylinders that right. were in front of the gas pumps. So you don't just back up and tear them up. That's right. Okay. That's right. So he was gone five minutes after he just dropped me off. And then I pulled back in. Then he pulls back in. <laughs> hey, I just backed up into whatever and hit. It. I was so pissed. Jacked up the side of the truck, the bumper. I was so pissed. I bet James was pissed too. Uh, my uncle just laughed the whole time. Gene just laughed. He laughed and laughed and laughed. That and sounds I was like, right. Finally, I'm like... Basically, like, what the fuck are you laughing about, right? But you don't say that to Gene. Basically, it's more like, why are you laughing? And then he's like, I built those. (laughs) (laughs) He's the one that built the metal pillars that were in front of the gas pumps that you don't back up and just ruin. Yeah. That's what he did. So, yeah, uh, super awesome story, James. Keep going. Okay, so. Thanks. We tell off. We go up to Colorado. We're driving up there. uh, So we get there, and we we, uh, hit the hotel. 
one night and the next night, boom, we made it finally to our campsite. And I think we bounced, if I remember correctly, we maybe stopped at a couple of stops or whatever. But one particular stop is like we, we hit this little place. And I was kind of, me, I'm like, well, I don't drink. I'm not, t- I'm not trying to tell Michael Gene I drink beer, a lot of beer. I mean, not like I drink a lot of beer, but. At that particular time, <laughs> I'm not trying to tell Uncle Gene I'm drinking. He already knew. So he like, already knew. Yeah. So Zimas were all the phase. Were all the just like <laughs> everybody was drinking Zimas. And my aunt Cindy, Aunt Cindy, uh, she drank Zimas yeah. as well. I was like, you know, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really drink beer, so I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I don't really drink at all. So maybe I'll drink a couple of Zimas or whatever. I mean, hey, it's cool, whatever. And so my uncle buys a case of Zimas. I'm like, fuck. Now I gotta drink that. <laughs> I don't I gotta drink all these things. And I'm like, oh man. So we hit the campsite and we're just sitting there beautiful. And it, it reminds me of this this freaking scene that we see on this bottle of this mountain lager. I mean, literally, there was a stream running through. There was mountains around us. I mean, it was great. We we're out there tenting just like campfire, all that good stuff. Weather's beautiful. Weather's beautiful. And I'm drinking fucking Zemas. I'm like, I knocked down maybe two, three. I'm like, oh no, I don't know if I can drink all these. Like, I've already he's already committed to buying a whole case of these, so I'm like, I have to drink these. Yeah, extra cheese, or he can't have any pizza. Right, right, huh? Gene. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I get like maybe a six pack in, and I'm just like, I I'm. St- trying to drink these things you know again they're not horrible but it's just not what i was accustomed to so i would drink i'm like, eh, okay i'll go to bed you know next morning got you some zimas whatever i'm like <laughs> oh man. i'm like uh can we stop and get some jolly ranchers i need to like try to like flavor this up a little bit did you were telling i did you finally told him finally told him at the end of the end of, uh, not end of the trip but maybe close to the end of the trip i'm like I can't drink these anymore. I, I can I get a Miller? I think you drink Miller Light yeah, or what is it? Drinks, yeah. Can I get a beer and drink a couple of beers or whatever? I mean, it was just uh, finally after that, it it's like it became like oh thank God. But you get to the point where it's just like, well, I, I don't want to. You 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 have this expectation of me, and I have this expectation of you, and I don't we know what. Hey guys, just be honest with each other. This beer is great. I love it. I'm going to give this thing probably an 8.9. Wow. Damn. There you go. Great story. Great beer review, James. Hit James right in the nostalgia. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Well, dang. Okay. Okay. Well, Josh has been killing every beer we've had from him. Yeah. No, it's great. Great pick, man. I I love this beer. Can't wait to try the strawberry thing again when when it comes out. Mm -hmm. Um, We still have one more from him uh, we need to try. okay. Okay. Cool. And this concludes the 90 second beer review. Alden, you've got to come up with something different than no, that. No, that is the best. I'm that sorry is for so you. good. He's I, coming in with the Tigger dude. all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. So let's slide right on into the barbecue fails, the barbecue wins. And can I. It, can I give like a little bit of a barbecue win? Actually, let me. James, it's not really a barbecue win. 
It's more of a cooking win. Okay. So today I did a, again, we're all quarantined. We're all, and there's, there's, we can go to the grocery stores. They, they have the meats and all the good stuff or whatever. Well, so, you are. You're not like me. <laughs> Sorry, Al. Well, good, good point there, Alden. So <laughs> I decided to cook inside the house for once. Nice. What? Which is weird. Yeah, I don't so get sorry. it. Now you're, I don't understand. We're in dresses now, or something, you had charcoal or? in the house. I'm just kidding. This... That's a joke. That's totally a joke. I was just joking. I always always cook inside the house and outside. You don't have to wear a dress to be inside the house cooking. Okay, just joking. So we scored, and this kind of plays off the last episodes. Uh, we scored a pack of chicken legs. So I'm like, you know what? Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this. The le cru pot the uh the dutch oven just mm-hmm. yeah it's like a dutch oven what? Yeah. Type, is that what it's called i have no i've never uh, heard that before lacro lacro i i don't know how don't to know pronounce it. it it's french it's like C-R-O. a it's a ceramic dutch oven type deal okay ix nope nope that's lacroix yeah lacru <laughs> c-r-e-u-x Nope, there's no X's. There's no X's though. <laughs> okay. Without the X's. Yeah, keep yeah. going, James. You guys know what you're talking about. Yeah. So basically it's it's a uh, ceramic cooker yeah. type deal. It, it so I sear up the chicken legs in it. Okay. Get a nice good color sear to it. Yep. So I pull those off and uh, to the wonderful Cambro H pans. Let those just chill for a minute. Nice. So then I took a bunch of like onions and garlic and stuff like that some um carrots and just kind of sit there and and cook those sauteed those let those reduce down a little bit to where they kind of soften up and then boom throw the chicken legs back into it and then preheated the oven till about 350 ish so this little pot has a little glass container top whatever apparently this thing is rated up to like about 450 degrees so i took I didn't take chicken broth, but for you guys following at home, for you guys right here, I bought a tub of, I guess this miner's chicken base or chicken broth type deal. It's, uh, this chicken base. So it's like a concentrated chicken mm-hmm. flavor yeah, it's, it's type thick, deal. right? Very yeah. thick. Almost looks like just like a gel, gel, peanut butter, yep. just like whatever. So a tablespoon of that mixed with maybe about, Four cups of water made this super rich chicken broth. So I dumped that all into it with the chicken legs, kind of deglazed the bottom of the part, the 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 pot, and then threw it in the oven for like maybe about thirty minutes. And then after thirty minutes, that stuff was delicious. Hmm. I'm not even gonna lie, that was good. Sounds good. You got some pictures we can post? I did not take any pictures. That's great. Okay, never happened. <laughs> never happened. Never happened. Hey, your story's And then false. I woke up. <laughs> the wife and the uh, kid are still ranting, raving. The, you, again, you take these chicken legs, and I don't know if you've seen these uh, turkey leg. Uh, there's a spot in Houston. I can't remember what if it's a turkey leg hut, or there's a spot in Houston that's famous for turkey legs. Mm-hmm. You take these drumsticks and turn it over and just like give it a shake. The meat just falls off of it. And it was super tender, super juicy. Again. What? Sounds good. Great stuff. Great. Your, your your family just had chicken legs all night? <laughs> hey, what was your sides? 
I made some uh, bomb ass uh, rice with the carrots as well. So what was the whole beginning? I don't know if this is a win or not, but I just made the best chicken ever. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's a win. Yeah. Is the best chicken in the world considered a win? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, kudos to you. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give a shout out uh, to probably two individuals right now that have been killing it, barbecuing. Some probably a little bit longer than others. But I feel like the two California kids sitting over huh? here Really and truthfully, y'all's barbecue skills have elevated so much. Pastures. Living. Wait, there's two California kids over there? Who's well, the Matt's from California, too. Oh, Matt is from California. Okay. Yep. All right. I'm on mute again. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Because uh, yeah, we like you. Yeah, so you these two guys have elevated their barbecue so much that, like, it's ridiculous. That brisket, Matt, you cooked. I was like, dude, this tastes a lot like some of the first briskets that we're winning on the circuit with. It had a little bit of spice, had a little bit of kick, it had a saltiness, yeah. had a savoriness to it. And I, I think I even told you, I was like, dude, this tastes like a brisket I've made before. Like this, and not, I don't know what seasoning it was or whatever else, but dude, it was fantastic. And then John over here, with all of your mad skills, I feel like it's true. All of my, I, yeah. I feel like you've really just copied a lot of the stuff. I was kidding. No, hey, <laughs> exactly you, what Jan you've does. learned and, and you've honed. And hey, kudos to you, uh, two guys. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's been some fantastic food coming out yeah. from both of y'all. It's funny when I was cooking that brisket. I think I called John like three times. Like John. This brisket's like it's it's only been on for five hours and it's done. I don't I don't know. What the, I've never had a brisket go yeah, that fast. It's a little before. one. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of freaking out a little you bit. You slice it, you're like, holy yeah. shit. And then I was like, good. oh, wow, this is actually really Well, good. he actually <laughs> came over and got the uh, the rub that we're going to talk about tonight yep. and put it on his brisket. Okay. Yeah, what was it called? It's the... Uh, competition? Yeah, it's called the competition. The, the I guess the Go Big or Go Barbecue is the name of the brand. Great. I yeah, guess. It, let's slide into it and let's talk about the product and then we uh, get Matt to do a little bit of feedback as far as the, the, the brisket, the, the flavor. And I did uh, some ribs with this, and actually with his sauce too, probably a week or so ago. So what's what's the name of the brand? Go big or go barbecue. You know, I yeah, go big or go barbecue. I like the smell. Fantastic labeling. Uh, it needs he he needs more labeling on this. This is this is very. This is a startup. And, and you know, I, I we've been doing that. a lot of those. I get that. But uh, if you smell this. This thing is punching in the face. This has got that. You can taste the chili. You can taste cumin a little bit. You can taste. Um, I'm sorry. You smell. I'm smelling. I'm not tasting. <laughs> um, yeah, you can smell it all. This is a really good rub. Yeah, like this yeah, is like an all-purpose all rub. I think. Yeah, when I tried that one, I, I wanted to try it on the brisket, and I thought I did a nice little base layer of SPG, and then put some of that on top of there, and. It just everything just kind of came together real nice. It was perfect. Yeah. The uh, one of the things I'm, and I won't give this guy's rub away either, um, but there's definitely a. Uh, it's almost like a pickle, or something that it. That you're getting out of this. Do you, you want to smell this, James? Mm. Yeah, I'll smell it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's smell. Like a, so I asked him like, "What what should I do?" And I did. He that's said, a ribs. Very, yeah. It's a very cool little rub right there. This will be good on a lot of different meats." Um, brisket, it, it worked really well with, um, but you could see this on chicken. You could see this on, uh, pork, 
did you cook it with anything, John? Yeah, I did some St. Louis ribs. I did that, and I used his sauce on it. Nice. And yeah, they went they went quick. Everybody loved them. So, and I I think I I don't remember if I got a video or if I just got some pictures. But either way, we'll post everything we have. Uh, get it? Yeah. And we'll post some 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 links and whatnot to where you can find this stuff so you can try it too. Like I'm not keen on the packaging, but I am definitely keen on that smell. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is like winner winner chicken dinner right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, the the brisket, the ribs that I've tried, I mean, it was delicious. It was. I mean, uh, the sauce as well. I also like that I can pronounce everything on that label. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no hydrogenated something yeah. or other. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff was great. Thumbs up from me. And Thumbs like up I said, for me. We'll definitely put a, a link on the website where you can find it and buy it. Yeah. What, what's that web address? Grabthebrisket.com. Oh, I or, thought there was another one, too. Or grab them in the brisket. Oh, okay. There's two of Correct. them. That's good. Yeah, good to know. Guys, it is www.grabthemandthebrisket.com or www.grabthebrisket.com. That's how the business goes, fellas. I love it when Alan gives us the business because the exactly. business is good. Correct. All right, so should you want to slide into the fails, I guess? Let's go right into the fails. Yeah. All right, so we got this from Spaceman Barbecue, Spaceman underscore BBQ, uh, Instagram, and I'll just read it to you what he sent me. I hear that you guys like to celebrate barbecue fails, so I thought I would share mine from today. It all started with the plan to make armadillo eggs. I've made them before, and they are a family favorite. I decided to get creative this time and make an armadillo-shaped meatloaf to guard the eggs. Can we explain armadillo eggs for the people who don't know what that is? Sure. Go ahead, Matt. Okay, so armadillo eggs are what you would take a hard-boiled egg, and you would wrap that, uh, you would wrap, am I getting this wrong, Jan? Is well, it hard-boiled? Yeah, and it's not hard-boiled. You take a... I'm thinking a scotch soft. egg. Yeah, 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 I, I yeah, was yeah, about yeah. to say, it sounds like... I'm thinking a scotch egg. egg. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry, guys. So, uh, armadillo egg is basically a uh, jalapeno. It's almost like jalapeno popper. Am I correct on this? I think it's like a like a cheese-filled jalapeno yeah. with, with uh, meat around the outside. But it's wrapped in bacon or meat and bacon. Doesn't have to have the like, bacon. Like, it's like, it looks it like, like a meatball. So we we've done like the jalapeno, the cheese, the onion, the yeah. We've done them all. There's a lot of different versions yeah. of this. Basically, it comes out looking like a a pretty big meatball, and usually inside it's stuffed with something. Correct. Usually cheese, pepper, and maybe something else. Okay. Is that is that cover? You get it, Matt? Yeah. For all those people who didn't know, I'm, they have it now. That's good. <laughs> Okay, so anyways, so he made an armadillo-shaped meatloaf to guard those armadillo eggs. Mm. Uh, The eggs came out great. I even put them in a nest of green beans, peppers, and cheese. The meatloaf, on the other hand, well, it came out looking like the neighbor's missing cat found its way into my smoker. Mm. And that sounds comical, but when you see these pictures... Show them the picture. (laughs) Show the guys the picture. I've seen them. Show the guys the picture. Show the picture. It looks like a cat. That looks like roadkill. <laughs> it literally looks oh like a cat. Oh, my God. You killed a cat. <laughs> yeah, and this will definitely be on the website, so go check it out. This is a this is a fantastic barbecue fail. Uh, I'm going to send him something. 
Yeah, it's, it's, a a, it's I'm sure it was delicious. I'm sure everything was just like tasty about it. But <laughs> it, the, picture, the picture's not coming in clear over here. I cannot see that picture. I'll yet. send it to you. You have to like go a, to grabbinthebrisket.com and like check that black, picture out. A black cat just kind of puffed up and just laying on the grill with no hair. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it, yeah. It looks like a cooked cat. That's what it looks yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. That's well, definitely a, that, that's a fail for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and again, that's uh, Spaceman underscore BBQ. Check him out. He's on Instagram. Spaceman underscore BBQ. Correct. Neil Armstrong. Hey. Yeah. Good job, man. Yeah, and we want to know what you put in your armadillo eggs. So why don't you why don't you let us know that? Yeah, yeah. I I, I think like we've had like I know we call them armadillo eggs, whatever. But we've done like the uh, the jalapeno. Or, I'm sorry. The uh, it's. Hamburger meat stuffed into a an onion wrapped in bacon. Bacon. Yeah, that one. Right. Yeah, I call that an onion bomb. Onion bomb. Okay, and then we've done uh, so, so armadillo egg. Does it have an egg inside? I don't. I a guess scot- I don't a, know. A Scotch Shit. egg does. <laughs> See, I thought armadillo egg just had no egg in it at all. It was just called I don't, an yeah. armadillo egg. Yeah, I don't think it actually has egg in it. Yeah. Mm. It'd be soft boiled too, right? You would cut it open, and it would. Still you would ooze. think. Hmm. I don't know. That's like hmm. a scotch egg. Yeah. Yeah. That's scotch egg. So I, I definitely think John has a barbecue fail to share. You guys want to get into it or we want to maybe save that for the you next week? We can. I'll do it real quick just so we can get it over with. And I no, don't let's save it for next it. week because I know we're going along on this episode. Yeah, let's okay. save it for next week so we can really get into this. We don't. I mean, we don't have real to get quick, into it. So, so we're looking at the, uh, it's the cheese, the jalapeno, the hamburger meat wrapped in bacon is okay. the armadillo egg, right? So, yeah, that's a lot. All right, so sounds good. Before we close it out, before we say good day, day, couple of uh, just things that I've found on Twitter. These are social distancing pickup lines. You guys want to hear any of those? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Alden? He's asleep. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend like he said yes. Uh, yeah, uh, my dude. Yeah. I want to hear that. Okay. There I'm he is. Listening. All right. Uh, number one, unless. I want to hear, hear these because I'm about to, have to do this 14 days. So okay. Let me know. All right. Here we go. Hey, baby. You come within six feet of here often? Okay. That's awful. Hey, babe, can I ship you a drink? (laughs) Okay. I have toilet paper. That's a good one. (laughs) FaceTime and chill. Quarantine and chill. (laughs) Uh, You smell so good. Is that Purell you're wearing? (laughs) John would actually use that. Mm. (laughs) I have used that. Are you a pandemic? Because you got my heart on lockdown. Oh <laughs> shit! That's a good one right there. Winner, winner, winner. Yeah. So we'll we'll end it at that. But hey, Mandy, Mandy may or may not have dropped that one on me today. So. Nice, love it. So hey, the people, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, we're gonna try to continue to do this every week. Uh, as this progresses and all the social distancing, quarantines, and all that stuff like that, uh, I don't know if we're gonna have Alden 
back next week, but we're going to, uh, at least in person, we're still going to keep planning on trying to bring you the, the, the information and the knowledge and the whatever. We definitely have the third part of the brisket coming up, coming up. Yep. So we love you guys. Y'all guys stay safe. As I'm listening to the uh, podcast, because I'm, it sounds like I'm listening to a podcast right now. Um, but I'm looking at the website, so I see all you three fuckers. So I'm, at least I can see your faces. You know what I mean? So I ain't be able to see those for a while, but I'll be around. I'll be kicking. Hopefully. Okay. Hopefully right. I'll be back. We love you, Al. Yeah, we'll check back with you next week. All right, good luck, Y'all guys stay safe. See you in two weeks. <laughs> and, and, and don't forget, you can drop stuff off on my driveway, like hey. cigarettes. Beers, hey, anything, just anything be honest, you need to do so. You're not getting any secrets, but to be honest, you know what I love about this? This is only day one for Aldo. <laughs> he's already yeah, losing Aldo's already only losing it. <laughs> he's only six hours into this and he started digging in the backyard. I don't know where he's digging to, yes. but you see this like dirt is flying in. He's gonna be day thirty seven, like yeah. uh cast away, just wild side. We're talking to a, yeah, talking to a freaking yeah. football. Yes. I'll, yeah. I'll have a Wilson at some point. Al's going to have his own podcast table set up with like none of the sports balls yeah. around the table. <laughs> and he's going to have his own podcast. Talking into a spoon. Well, John, John was here early. I have a good, I have a pretty good office set up right now. So he Word. was here. He True. saw it. All right. All right. All right. Hey, thanks for listening, y'all. Love you guys. See ya. Peace. Just grab them in the brisket.